The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Oh my God! Oh my <laughs> God! Have we got a podcast for you? Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon and a little bit of the lovely Molly. I am—I was about to say I was the lovely Joel, but I'm Joel Mahalik, <laughs> and you over there are the lovely Sharon. Pull your—you need to pull just a little closer. Now, just pull your bar over towards you. What? You don't have like to lean this? forward. You don't have to lean forward. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, it is the Joel Mahalik Show, and this is how you reach us. Is this better? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. This is how you reach us. So anyway, um, uh, www.jmtalk.net. That's the website. Subscribe to the pod- podcast there. Listen to it there. We're available on every single major podcast in the circuit. Uh, also, on social media, you can find us at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Or on Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Uh, or you can email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So, yes, that's the various ways to get a hold of us. Here we are. Uh, and believe it or not. Finally, let's get done with these specifics and get on with the show. Actually, our second consecutive actual podcast <laughs> since before Christmas. We have not strung two of them together since. What's going on? Well, you know, you, you, I bought you this house. You make, you, the honeydew list is really huge. <laughs> you know what? And the mommy-do list is equally as huge. So, welcome to the podcast. I dislike that very much. I have to tell you. Just like what? When you eat and you're talking to someone. Really? At the same time. I know, right? <laughs> But you're not the only one that does it, and it drives me crazy when she does it, too. So, what am I going to do? I have no idea. Just put up with it. So, go ahead. The the other day, in in, in our new community, on our very street, Molly, please quit hitting my microphone stand. (laughs) Stoned. On our very street, I was coming home from work, and there were these two cars... And one of them was sort of in the center of the road. And that happens here a lot, by the way. Nobody drives on their own side of the road except right. for the lovely Sharon and myself. Right. So the first one is sort of, and I don't know if they were related or if they knew each other or what, but the first car is sort of in the middle of the road. The second car is drifting into the right side. Now, I'm already moved as far over to the right as I can without crashing into cars on the side of the road. Right. Because, and I'm not complaining, I'm not making faces, I'm not giving then, fingers, I'm, right? I'm, I'm doing whatever I can to compensate because right. I'm an excellent defensive driver. I'm trying to compensate well, okay. for the seen, idiots coming down the street. You're right. And so the second car uh, keeps coming to the right, to my side of the road to the point of almost hitting me. And as I 
as they passed me, and like I said, I'm not making any faces. I'm just trying to do what I can do. And as they passed me, I'm told to F off by someone in the car. Wow. Like, you're the one not paying attention and all over the road. Wow. And somehow I became the... The the, The bad driver. Yeah, the problem. Right. You know? I would have been a bad driver because if I had to go any more right, I would have wrecked a few cars and some lawns. (laughs) You know? I... Oh, my goodness. Again, that, and that's like today coming down the main road that comes into our complex. Right. Uh, somebody right in front of me coming out of one of the side streets, never stopped, just came right out in front of me. Right. And it was about two blocks from Porter. Right. And by the time I was able to look into my rearview mirror to see where they went, they were gone. So apparently they raced right out onto the main road. Wow. Without stopping at that stop sign and checking. I, I don't get it. It's impatient drivers, and and they're they're licensed to do this. It is a privilege right. that you are licensed to do. You know, it's not like a right. God given right or a universal given right. You know, when you're born, like a lot of things are. This is something that you have to demonstrate, or you used to have to demonstrate <laughs> that you knew what you were doing behind the wheel. But Kmart doesn't make you do that. You don't have to demonstrate getting your license at Kmart. Can I tell you how old that joke is? But there is no, there is no more Kmart, right? Aren't they gone? So, <laughs> so obviously they're not giving out driver's licenses as you would claim that they are. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe somebody that used to work at Kmart opened up a kiosk <laughs> with mini Kmart. I guess anything is possible. All right, so. <laughs> Um. So we talked about that. We didn't talk about this on the program, and Easter was a week ago now. But we did have some conversation about this, and I looked into it further. Okay. It's the Pepsi, the Pepsi and Peeps. So now, so yes, yeah, so apparently they were. That's gross. Yeah. Well, you know, as I read this article, there's more. Pepsi's doing a lot of things I didn't even know about, and it's probably because we don't really drink a lot of Pepsi, and a lot of their varieties they don't make in diet. I mean, basically, the only Diet Pepsi they make is, I think, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi Cherry and Diet Pepsi. Right. Um, But, um, so Peeps was was one of these iterations they came out with with for a limited time. Now, the reason we didn't really see them is because you couldn't buy them. You actually had to enter some sort of contest, and... um, and earn them. And I'm, is my stand in everybody's way? No, it's <laughs> Miss Molly wanting attention. Uh, wanting to join the conversation. So it was a no purchase necessary. It was a promotion where you know you had to take a picture of you drinking Pepsi, tag Pepsi, and put it on Twitter or social media or something like that or whatever. And if you got picked, then they would send you a box with three cans in it. So I know you're making faces, you feel disgusted about it, but I got to tell you, not only, not only did, um, um, what is the name of this list, you know, Thrill List, Thrill List and the other one, uh, Delicious, okay. um, which is, you know, like a cooking site, like a food site, yeah, yeah. both of them took polls and it did surprisingly well. Ew. I just can't imagine. I like Peeps, and you a drink, bit. and you drink Diet Pepsi. So you drink. Well, I Pepsi. used to drink Diet Pepsi. I now drink Diet Coke again. Okay, my ban is off. 
quite. But I could never imagine mixing the two. Well, th- according to the to the according to the reviews, they're really good. Okay. And uh, also, they didn't ask me. Not as harsh. Like when you drink a carbonated soda, they said it's not as harsh. Okay. And it's very. I can imagine. It's very marshmallowy. I I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things. One of the things it was that, that they said in here, and I, I meant to circle it like I sometimes do. Something about like it's it, it's like a mouthful of sugar rush or something. I'm like, well, that yeah. kind of discounts diabetics all over the world from yeah, even trying yeah. it. Right. Um, but, you know, and, and, and I can see that. I can see this being terrible with the sugar because if you've mixed the recipe for peeps in with your Pepsi. Right. And then there's not a diet method, which there nope. won't be. Nope. Um, Look at the content of soft drinks lately as far as sugar. They've like doubled and tripled. You know, like... I have... They're trying to get everyone addicted. Right. I used to drink so much soda and have learned to um, drink more water. So that's primarily what I drink anymore. If I have a soda, it'll be a half of a mini can... Where's the other half go? Just so people know. Uh, down the drain. <laughs> down the drain. Down the drain. Yes. <laughs> so only do I drink. You know, that's all I drink. So I just I don't know. Still can't imagine having that. Well, as I understand it too, um, and you know, I, I thought I apparently did not grab everything because I actually had some of the other flavors that I was not even. Uh, uh, aware of that they did well we did see uh, uh coffee flavor there's also yeah. apparently a s'mores flavored pepsi or there was for a limited time i mean you know like just some flavors don't really belong together yeah that's that's insane you know i mean uh sometimes overstepping is a real thing yeah oh yeah and it's almost like uh again just reading the the reviews and the polls apparently this wasn't considered overstepping but you know, uh, the day they introduced dill pickle Pepsi, I'm out. I'm not yeah, doing it. I'm no. not, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> no, I can't imagine mixing anything with Pepsi. Looking like it's bad enough. Not to- even chocolate. Really? Yeah. What about cherry Pepsi? We seem to have like that. See, see. Now you have to know. take. You have to retract your last statement. No, now. I don't. You do. No. Whatever. <laughs> But I think that a lot of times these food brands are overstepping with their mixtures, you yeah. know. Um, sometimes you just leave well enough alone. But it was a limited time; it wasn't available on shelves. I did often wonder after we talked about this why we never saw it right in the stores, and that's apparently why. Um, oh, here it is. Um, other other the Cola's uh, brand's newest permanent flavor uh, is Pepsi Mango. Now, you tried a mango Coca-Cola, diet mango before. I did. Yes, yes. And then there's the Pepsi Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, or Cacao. Cacao, Cacao! (laughs) Okay. And Apple Pie Pepsi. (laughs) Um, So, that's... um, Some of of that is overstepping. Yeah, a lot of it. And and you mentioned that I did drink the mango Diet Coke. And I did. Um, I don't anymore. Because well, I, don't I wasn't. Yeah, they do still sell it. But um, I'm not. I wasn't like, oh, this is my favorite drink ever. 
Right. You know, I would do drink you have it a favorite? They, do you have a favorite drink ever? Do you have a, oh, this is my favorite drink ever drink? Yeah. You do? Yes. Okay. Guess. Guess. Just guess. It's not water. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Water's your favorite drink right ever? Right now, yeah. Right now. So it can't yes. be your favorite drink ever if there's any kind of... Okay, If there's any kind of, okay, right. any kind so, of that it might okay. change. Okay, so my favorite drink ever, okay, is has got to be the strawberry stuff that goes in water. The crystal light. Yeah. Yeah, that goes in water. So it's still water, but it's flavored water, so... Well, I'm glad that I was able to help you figure out that it was crystal light. I mean, you buy it so often. Well, stop. I don't buy it so often. We do. I mean, we buy it because you drink it a lot. I do drink it a lot. It's not I my favorite don't drink, drink ever. it as much as... What's my favorite drink ever? Dill pickle Pepsi. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, your favorite drink ever is... Come on, this was... Right a- now, it's the half and half lemonade tea. I thought I really pegged you for saying V eight because that's well the V eight is, like is your yeah V eight is your I gotta go to meetings yeah because that, I drink so much V eight V eight is my drug yeah it is guys him and V eight I tell him he's gonna have problems down the road with the amount of acid in this stuff however that doesn't seem to phase him he drinks. <laughs> V8, like they're never going to make it again. And they may not. Oh, my Lord. Look what they did several years ago. They started infusing it with like fruits and stuff. And I'm Ew. like, yo. No. The V8 fusions. Yeah, I know. You don't mix V8 vegetable cocktail with bananas and blueberries. Yeah, it doesn't start out with tomato juice, though. <laughs> that's the way so, I envision it, though. No. So that has to be the way it works because that's the oh. way I say it. Oh. Okay. All right. I That's gotcha. the way I say it. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, we're gonna we're actually gonna take our break because uh, our security system is hounding us. Yeah. And we don't know why. So we'll just have an extended second half. But we, when we come back, I fought a spider. We gotta talk about that. Oh my God! Yes. And, <laughs> and we, we have to talk about Facebook's latest breach. Okay. So that's coming up after this, folks. Don't Can't go wait. anywhere. Stay right there while we go tend to the Missy. We'll be back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061. Or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. And we're back here on the Joe Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for hanging out with us and uh, sticking in uh, now that the 
security systems out of the way. Yes. Maybe we can continue with the podcast. By the way, if you keep track, this is show number 127. How about that? Wow. Yeah. That's fantabulous. 127. Right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, so this thing happened today. Okay. Um, as anyone who knows me knows, I'm arachnophobic and pretty bad at it. And uh, so uh, I got into a tangle with a spider today. Wow. I had no choice. Typically, if I see a spider, someone takes care of it. Usually you take care of it. If I'm at work, there's yeah. people at work that will take care of it, you know. Um, so, like I said, everybody knows I'm arachnophobic. Severely. Severely. So. Like he starts sweating and like really yeah. bad arachnophobic. I'll tell a real quick fast story that goes hand in hand with this. Plus, since we have to fill a few extra minutes, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> The lovely Sharon, when we first got together, well, not when we first got together, we had been together and married at this point, I think. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think, I'm not saying you didn't take it seriously, but I don't think you believed the level of it. And I, right. And I called you at work one day. No, I was on the phone with you, and you were at work one day. I was looking for yeah. something, your glasses or something, I forget. Right. And I was, we had a split-level home, so I was going down the steps to go from the kitchen down into the laundry room. So there's only like four or five steps. Yeah. So by the time you get to the third-ish step, your eye level is level with the ceiling of the laundry room as right. you're coming down. Yeah. And uh, there was this, so the lamp, the lamp, which was one of those round, old-fashioned round globe type things. Right. And I would say it was probably, what, four feet? The center of the ceiling was maybe four yeah. feet from the yeah. bottom of the steps. Yeah. And so I'm coming down the steps talking to you, and I stop talking. And you're like, what's wrong? I'm like, there's a huge black and red spider on the globe. Right. And you were like, so what? Just go, just go down and walk by. And I'm like, I, I can't. I'm like starting to stutter. I'm starting to sweat. And I passed out. And then so our daughter Renee had to grab the phone. And she's like, that's on the steps. So I think that was when you realized... Yeah, the severity. The, the severity of right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a battle with spider today, and uh, it was a jumping spider. Okay. First of all, they're ugly. Yeah. Yeah, because their back legs are almost like crickets. You know, they're two of their back legs. crickets. No, no, no. This wasn't the long body. Oh, this okay. was a spider that okay. happened to have not complete cricket I legs, know. but you yeah. could tell they were bent a little bit. Well, they were yeah. really bent when I got done with it. But anyway. <laughs> so of all places for this to happen... I was in the bathroom. Yes. Yes, this is a shitty story. I was in the bathroom when this happened. And uh, so now not only am I, I'm already vulnerable about because of spiders. Now I'm vulnerable. Right. And I and I see it like out of the corner of my eye walking across the floor. And the bathroom is literally maybe three by two or three by three. Something right. like that. It's not very big. Right. And I start panicking. And I sort of like stomped my foot at it. And that's when it jumped at me. And then it jumped back. And it was just like standing there, you know? Like after I did the stomp and it jumped towards me, but then jumped backwards. And it was just there. And we were just like eye to eye, like facing one another. Okay. You know, like in did you like the old the Westerns. Do 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 in yeah, the background. The, the yeah. uh hold on, here we go. I heard the uh Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. And I was like, oh boy, no. So, <laughs> so by the door, okay, three by three. So I'm sitting there and I, you can reach over anywhere around the floor. Right. I wasn't reaching that way though because that's where Spider-Man was. But 
over here next to the door is where they stack new rolls of toilet paper. So you can just grab one and put it on whatever. I I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> I was free. I couldn't call you. Um, <laughs> right. I was so freaked out. I just picked one up, and I mean, like a pitcher with precision, on his slider. I hurled with I don't know 150 pounds of of might. I don't know. It was hard. <laughs> I hurled that toilet paper, which was wrapped in it was paper wrapped. You know, yeah. it's just not. It's not an unwrapped roll. Right hurled it and I mean I hit that son of a bitch and squashed him and then so it hit him and it bounced off and I didn't know until I saw the toilet paper bounce away that I got him and I mean he was you killed the he was it was him or me Sharon him or me no 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 yes it's against our religion it was him or me a three by three my pants are down it was him or it was me (laughs) I I was the one getting out of that place especially when he jumped no game over okay game over (laughs) when he jumped it was over and I hit him when I hit him and the toilet paper bounced away and he's laying there upside down, all sprawled out, obviously dead. And I was really happy. I kind of watched him to make sure he's not moving. He doesn't move. So I get, I put myself together oh, and everything. Goodness. And before I left, I kicked him over towards the wall. You know, I just kind of kicked him Did over. Did he come back to life and I'll jump at you? No, but obviously he came from underneath that. It's that, uh, it's that vinyl baseboard. Yeah. And I kicked him over there. So his friends and family know... <laughs> If they come across that threshold, they can see what they're in for. They can see what's going to happen if they wind up in that three by three, that three by three with me. That's their future. I I went to the mattresses today (laughs) with a spider. And I'm here to tell you about it. I'm here to tell about it. So I I was victorious. Okay. (laughs) Do you like my storytelling? You always have a fabulous way of telling stories. Now, I'm laughing hysterically, okay? Somehow, I feel coming at me the daggers because I think it's freaking hilarious. And I'm sure a lot of people would, especially the way I tell it, but I'm, I'm telling you. And then the I'm tension. Picturing Everything you're saying. You would need a okay. chainsaw to cut the tension in that room today. <laughs> it was a freaking spider. <laughs> and I'm telling, oh my goodness. Oh, that's. <laughs> you know, I, I've never seen a jumping spider. I've heard about them. I yeah. hear about them. I don't, hear, yeah. I don't, I've never seen pictures, but when, oh my God, when he came to me, I, towards me like that, if he'd have made one more hop, he'd have been on my legs, on my shoe, on my leg, on my shoe, oh my on my pants. God. You know, uh, it jumped no. in your eye. No. I'm telling. Oh no. my god! And, that, and that's why. And, and that, that bounced off your mouth. And that's why and I had to put him, him down. That's why I had to put him down. What you want to kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> that's. I'm sorry. When you were telling me this story earlier, I was laughing so hard. Oh, I'm glad that's, I was able to bring joy yeah, to your life. I, I had to share. From my horror. I had to share. <laughs> okay, so we got two big things we need to talk about, so we got to make sure we squeeze them in. The first thing is Facebook. Did you know, you may not have, because I didn't really know until yesterday, Facebook was hacked again. 
Oh, my God. Now, here's the interesting from uh, Vice.com, which is where I got this story. And uh, we like Vice. Yeah. I don't. We don't watch a lot of news at all because really it's propaganda. No, right. But we watch every once in a while on HBO, we watch Vice. Anyone yeah. who, whether you like the story or not, whether you think it's going right. one way or the other, yep. when they really do their due diligence to put a story out, yep. I can appreciate the extend. I love extended news stories. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So anyway... So apparently, um, a database containing the phone numbers of more than half a billion Facebook users is being freely traded online. Wow. And get this. And Facebook is trying to pin the blame on anybody but themselves. Yes. So um, a blog post which titled The Facts on News Reports about Facebook Data, which was published uh, this past Tuesday evening, Designed to silence the growing criticism the company is facing for failing to protect the phone numbers and other personal information of 533 million users after a database containing that information was shared for free in low-level hacking forms over the weekend. Wow. So Facebook, okay. Yeah, so Facebook is dismissing these reports, saying they're irrelevant, claiming that the data was leaked years ago, and so the fact that it had been collected into you into the Uber database containing one in every fifteen people on the planet's phone number. Wow. Doesn't really matter. And the spam calls roll in. Exactly. Well, well, I'm, I. Mm, mm. So anyway. Um, <laughs> was that a shut up no that was a remember you said that okay so Facebook's product management director Mike Clark uh, said that it's important to understand that the malicious actors obtain this data not through hacking our systems but by scraping it from our platform prior to September of 2019 wow uh, this is the identical excuse that they used in 2018 mm-hmm. when they had that big Cambridge Analytica data breach of 87 million users data right they said the same thing it's like a it's, it's like the playbook. Let's go to the right. playbook and do the same play every time. Wow. Uh, so he goes on to explain that the people who collected the data, I'm sorry, scraped the data, uh, <laughs> did so by using a feature designed to help new users find their friends on the platform. Did you hear that? They did it using Facebook's feature designed to help a new user find friends on Facebook. How do they do that? Do you know off the top of your head? No. Put in your email address and let it, and give us permission to reach out to your contacts mm. and your email to see if any of those contacts' emails are on Facebook. Oh, my Lord. So, um, okay. Anyway, so here's the thing. You see, here's the part. Now, mm-hmm. remember, remember what you just said. Facebook has been collecting users' phone numbers for a decade, initially claiming that it was part of the platform's security protocols. But in reality... Facebook was simply using that data to help it sell more ads and target more users, which is a breach of users' trust that the Federal Trade Commission decided in 2019 was worth a $5 billion fine to Facebook. Wow. That they actually use it to sell more ads and target more users. Now, what did you just say? And the spam calls come in. Yep. And what did I say a couple weeks ago? I talked about when I had that conversation about boot laces with our daughter. Oh, my God. I know, right? Who works for Cabela's. And I said, can you get me laces for these boots? Yeah. In text, we're talking. And five minutes later, my Facebook timeline is laden with those lace ads from Cabela's. Right. And they were fined in 2019. And in 2021, it's still happening because it happens to me all the time. Right. 
It happened again yesterday. I forget the instance. I said I was going to remember to talk about it. Right. But I forget the instance. I was having a verbal conversation with somebody and ads were suddenly in my timeline. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Now, one, so 533 billion, uh, million people, uh, half a billion, is about one in every 15 people. So, um, in preservation of time, um, in the third segment of the show, okay. later in the show, I will discuss how you can find out if your phone number was involved in that breach. Okay? Because okay. there's ways you can find out, and I'll bring it up in the third segment. Okay. But yeah, they were breached again, and they really don't care. You know? And, and, and still, yet we're on Facebook. If I left Facebook personally, I would stay right. to get whatever we get for the show and I think to myself are we getting anything any value for the show on Facebook I'm gonna be honest I don't, I don't know of any that you've pulled off of Facebook I, I don't recently yeah I just don't know if we get the value using Facebook yeah. as a platform to advertise yeah. the show I, I just don't know gotcha you know but you know our program has no marketing at all we pay for no marketing we have no time to do self marketing it is what it is so it's right. more of a people say well why do you do it it's a labor of love it is. You know, and we do have a small following, and that's great, but um, I this is the kind of things that make me wonder if it's worth it. Yep. So there it is. Thank you, Facebook. <laughs> now. Seven, eight, we have about nine minutes. Okay. This is for one of the first, not the first time, but... This is one of those times where I had to do research on the Wombat of the Week. Okay. So I have two stories here because I had to do my due diligence because I didn't believe... I did not believe this, Shannon. Okay. I did not believe this. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm trying to set the stage for... Bring it to me. I'm trying to set the stage so you're prepared for what you're about to hear. Okay. I have in my hand the Wombat of the Week with a backup story. All right. Bodybuilder who divorced his sex doll wife now in a thruple relationship with a new doll he considers his sister. What? Come on. The look is precious. Yes. Yuri uh, Tolochko from Kazakhstan has revealed he is now in a thruple with two sex dolls. Lola, the half chicken, half sex doll, he married last month after his divorce from his other one. Well, and Luna, who is like a sister to him, uh, he made the big announcement on Instagram, stunning his followers. You know what I'm stunned by? That he has followers. Right. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. As he unveiled his latest romantic partner, many people criticized him because the doll looked very young. His followers said, "Yo, man, that chick looks really young." <laughs> But Talatko ensured his followers that she was of legal sex age and welcomed her to the world. Now, I had to do some research because I said there's no way this is real. There's right. no way this is real. There's no way a guy married a sex doll. I know, right? So I give you the story of his marriage. Oh, wow. Yes. Yuri Tolakjo married his sex doll Margot in November. Now, I don't know what year this is. This is his first wife. Okay. 
Oh my God! Did I? Am I saying this? Am I actually saying I'm telling <laughs> yes, this story? Like it's okay. Yes, you were. A bodybuilder from Kazakhstan who married a sex doll in November, almost a year after dating her, what? has said that she's broken. Uh, Yuri had proposed to Margo in December last year, and the couple was scheduled to get married in March. However, the plan was postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic, much like for many human couples. So apparently. There's Margo, by the way. Apparently, they can get coronavirus too, I guess. Right, give me that back. I'm reading. Wow. <laughs> the wedding was delayed a second time after Yuri was attacked during a transgender rally in October. Now, that's unfair. Stop hating. Right. Um, we're not hating. We're making fun of craziness. That's right. what we do here. Right. Um, so, the wedding finally took place in November with dozens of guests. Were um, they all blown up? It doesn't say. <laughs> um, so now, apparently, less than a month after the wedding, she has mysteriously been broken. And she's being repaired. She's in another city. And when she recovers, it will be a gift for both of us, Yuri said. Hmm. Um, talking about relationships, Yuri said earlier, when I presented her photo to the world, there was a lot of criticism, and she began to develop a complex. The da developed a complex. A complex. So we decided to have plastic surgery. She has changed a lot. So we had plastic surgery on the plastic da. Right. Are we getting this? But I want to know, did his insurance cover it? I don't know, but it did happen at a real clinic with real doctors. Wow. I hope all those doctors have since been thrown out of the medical <laughs> right, profession. Right. right. Um, uh, Yuri had previously claimed Margo had a waitressing job at a local bar. Wow. I bet she served nothing. <laughs> he reportedly... <laughs> yeah, she worked at the bar, all right. <laughs> uh, so they met in the bar after, an, uh, after another man made advances on Margo, and he was able to step in and protect her. Wow. So he's not the only one who's crazy about plastic. Right? Uh, he said, she can't walk by herself. She needs help. Of course she needs help. <laughs> it's a sex doll. Uh, Margo doesn't know how to cook, but she loves Georgian cuisine. cuisine. Really? She doesn't know how to cook? I find that amazing. Right? I thought all sex dolls knew how to cook. Right? This is, is insane. This Come on. on. Is this? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Her favorite dish is uh, kinkali. Um, she swears, but there is a tender soul inside. So she, she curses a lot. Wow. So, yeah. So that's the story of the wedding, which really happened. I had to do research on this. The wedding really happened. Yeah. So he divorced her, and now, um, so he's... Shacked up with Luna and Lola, the half chicken, half sex doll. Um, oh, my Lord. And he says, so most of you suggested giving her the name Luna. I decided I, I decided to heed your advice, and I will call her Luna. Also, some of you thought um, she was too young, like a teenager. And although Luna is an adult, she just looks like that because she is Asian, and many Asian girls look very young. Wow. I decided to listen to you again. I don't want to offend some of you, so I will try not to show any erotic scenes with Luna. Me and Lola will treat her like a sister. <laughs> Come on. I am uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless, but uh, but and you. And I thought that day would never come. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, wow, Yuri, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I, 
You know, a lot of times I say, who am I to judge? <laughs> but damn. Right? <laughs> you judge know? away. Uh, I'm sorry, Yuri. You've made a lot matter of the week. It doesn't matter plastic. I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I look, I know there's people that do crazy things and they have crazy fetishes and, and but. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, yeah, this is the damn of the week. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Yuri gets to be the Walmart of the week because, um, bro, I mean, look, he's not a bad looking guy. No. He could probably easily get real women. Right. Or a goat or something, but I mean, you know, something that has <laughs> blood running through its veins. Right. You know? And, you know, yes, Yuri, uh, none of them are going to cook. You can go out and date all the sex dolls you want. None of them are going to cook. <laughs> right. None of them are going to clean. Right. And I'm sorry, I just don't buy it that one of them worked as, as a bar hop in a bar. Or a bartender. Bar, right. Bar mate. So there's the Wombat of the Week. I told you it would be a doozy. I told oh, you yesterday. Lord. I can't wait because this was going to be something. <laughs> I yes, told you, that. you did tell me that. So, all right. So we've come to the point of the podcast, the saddest point of the podcast every week, where we have to say goodbye. Goodbye, Sharon. So say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. And so you shall depart. And take your little dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so I'll be back. Uh, with more, including, I'm going to make sure I tell you guys how to find out if you're involved in that Facebook hack. Not only that, but a website you can go to to find out that. And if your f- phone number, email is involved in any breach. And I'll tell you about that and more coming up on the balance of the show right after this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back, boys and girls, to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon, who has now left this part of the building. Uh, so she's still in the building. She's upstairs creating things, actually preparing the way for our one daughter from Chicago to make a trip out here next week. So we're preparing her bed and breakfast stuff, her room and whatnot, and that's the big chore this week. So thanks for hanging out with us thus far i have a bit of a treat for you coming up in a second uh but first uh i wanted to give you a tip a gardening tip it's springtime so we want to do gardening tips everybody wants to get out there and they want to work on the yard they want to work on the garden so here's a gardening tip if you're burying bodies in your garden always make sure that you use um uh, ex- go, plants that are going extinct. 
because that way it'll be illegal for any authorities to dig up your garden. So perfect hiding, perfect hiding. Anyway, follow me for more gardening solutions uh, on Facebook at JM Talk. Anyway, um, so in this segment, in a little bit, we want to talk to you about how you can find out if you're part of the Facebook data breach that we talked about earlier in the podcast or any data breach. So as promised, I got that right here on deck. But first, I the surprise is uh, we're I'm being joined I'm being joined by a guest in the third part of the show. So this is really exciting stuff, and it's a really exciting guest uh, that I'm bringing on uh, this week to just to shoot the breeze with me for a little bit. And uh, he's he's been a a mentor, um, a colleague. Uh, he has uh, he's been the producer of all of our content uh, that we've done uh, over the past Chebers. Um, trying to think. I'll ask him. It's over ten years, I think. So, so he's he's been a confidant. He's been here the whole way, and uh, I don't even know which way I'm supposed to introduce him. But I'm going to introduce you to what you all, if you followed us here from other times and places, then you'll know him as Mr. Tony Richards. Was that right, or should I say? Should I have said no, your other that's name? Right. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Hi, Tony. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, no problem. I had to move about 30 minutes further away from you, though, just so you couldn't find me. So. <laughs> A lot's changed over the years. How many years, Tony, has it been? Well, considering the fact that when I first met you, you were doing – Blog Talk Radio back in the day. It was oh, 2006. <laughs> okay, so 2006, um, 21, August, so 15. August of 2006. And I just stumbled across the old uh, Behind the Mic show at that point. And it was crazy. And I said, because I run, as some people may, may remember, I run Reality Run Radio here. Mm -hmm. And... I found out that um, when we do this uh, thing, I was like, oh, hey, this sounds like a, I, I, had never, I had heard of blogging, but I never knew really exactly what it was. So I went ahead and I decided to check out, you know, this thing and the Italian blogging, you know, whatever the current search engine at the time was, Google. Well, when Google was probably Yahoo or something like that. And um, it came back and it told me, hey, you know, there's this really cool thing called Blog Talk Radio. And so I signed up on Blog Talk Radio, and I stumbled across your show, and I said, hey, this now, sounds like a show I might want to carry on my radio station. Now, let's talk about that for a second, because as many times as, I, as I've heard this story, because we've talked about this story on a lot of different mediums with a lot of different people. Right. But we've never, I've never asked you this question. Uh-oh. How exactly did you come upon our show because I believe at the time we were on at like 11 p.m. on Fridays or Saturdays or something like that. something doing, ridiculous. Uh, you were doing 9:30 to 11. Okay, Saturday night. So, I mean, but so okay. Of all the shows, how did you stumble upon I just, I, this one? I just is looking for decent content, and you had this. Um, it was like almost like a party chat room type of thing. You say, "Come, you know, you know, enjoy the bar and all that kind of stuff." And a bunch of friendly people in here. So I just stopped in, 
just like anybody else would have on Blog Talk Radio one because I was looking for a specific kind of content or anything like that. And so I just stumbled across your show on in, in the list and I said, Hey, this sounds cool. And then you and I, you know, I sent you a message online through the uh, online chat. And then we started talking after that. And then I wound up eventually running audio for um, what was then your show up on Blog Talk. On Blog Talk, right. And of course, we moved to bigger and better things from there. But yeah, I mean, it was fortunate that you found my show. But I often wondered... Um, exactly how, but you know what? That really doesn't matter because it happened and, uh, you know, it's been 15, just shy of 15 years. It's been, an, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, the funnier story though is what happened at Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Because of the fact that I was running your show on my radio station and because I was doing the audio, I was recording everything in stereo. And blog talk back then, and probably still is to a limited degree, allowed people with a telephone to host their own radio shows. Yeah. And boy, didn't that sound wonderful. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the, the stupid thing was, and I don't want bore people with technicalities, but it was like, it was an 8K mono audio stream live, but it recorded 16K, so the, so the resulting recording thing sounded actually better what everybody heard when they were in the chat rooms. Right. And the thing and, that Blog Talk couldn't understand is how. And then, you know, to shorten the story, yeah, then the, the owner of Blog Talk Radio started getting involved. Legally. Uh, legally with, uh, with Tony because he just did not understand or like the fact that we probably, at the time, had the best sounding audio on his network. Well, the reason for that, though, to be honest with you, was is because of the fact that what they tried to do was you were not allowed to redistribute or rebroadcast any of the blog talk radio shows right. elsewhere without their prior permission and all that kind of stuff because all content belongs to blog talk radio. Well, yeah, which we I wasn't very happy about better, that. We started out with a better audio stream. And again, the owner of blog talk at that time, John Sweet, contacted me and said, uh, you realize you're in violation of um, the, you know, the, the agreement you signed by rebroadcasting our show. And I asked him and I said, let me ask you something. I said, first of all, we're not rebroadcasting your content. Technically, you're rebroadcasting ours. Right. Because I had 128K feed between you and I. And Blog Dog only had the 8K. And I said, so. He said, well, yeah, I was wondering how come your show sounded so much better than everybody else's up there. Yeah, well. And I, I said, well, your legal department, you know, and I said, well, I'm curious to know how your switchboard works. He goes, well, that's confidential and proprietary. And I said, well, guess what? How your legal team call my legal team. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the end, no one heard from nobody. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but, yeah, you know, it's been a long ride. It's been a fun ride. Yeah. We did, uh, what was we did probably, I want to guess what, about nine, ten years of behind the mic. Yeah. We saw that in 2015. Yeah, stopped in so was, end of 2015. nine years of that. Yeah. Then we did Chick Chat and we did all the other stuff too. We did the Beyond the Game Sports show. We Mac did Red. Golden Age Radio. We did the Tech Talk. We did a lot of things. We did a lot of things. Speaking and of which, Tech Talk still gets 
every week I get new likes on that TikTok page. And you and you know why? It's because these things come back to some sort of relevance. And that's a, and that you know what? I don't know how. See, we're simpatico. You just found a way to segue right into the Facebook thing that I do have to discuss because okay. I promised them. But these things that we talked about eight, nine, ten, five, six years ago come back and they're relevant again. You know, basic things that we were discussing on the Tech Talk live show or Tech Rescue, whatever it was. Yeah, like I sound like an ass, right? I don't even remember my own show. But things that we talked about as far as how to protect yourself, what to look for, what you can do is coming back. And yes, it's changed. But the way and the things that you're supposed to be doing for yourself have not. Yes, the game has been upped on both sides, but it's still relevant. And that's why while we were on our extended break, we actually re-aired one or two. We reproduced one or two of those episodes because it's relevant. Yep. And uh, so anyway, Tony, I'm sure you've heard it because I know you're up on these things, but uh, recently Facebook had yet another breach announced uh, of personal information and cell phones of 533 million users, half a billion users, or one in every 15 persons on the planet. Wow. And, uh, of course, just like the Cambridge Analytics breach, Facebook is uh, trying to divert blame somewhere else. Well, isn't it like one in five people have a Facebook account now? Yes, it might even be one in four now. But uh, so the big question is, did my information get out? And that is the big question when one in 15, that's a very small small sample size. And you want to know, hey, what about mine? So there's a couple places that you can actually go and find out. And I tested it. Fortunately... I don't know how I squeezed out of this luck, but I'm not one of the 533 million. But uh, you could go to uh, the website, and this will be up on the, uh, on the page. It'll be on the page. It'll be in the show notes. It will be available. But it's Have I Been Pawned, and that's P-W-N-E-D, haveibeenpawned.com. And you can go there. You can put in your cell phone number or whatever phone number you use with social media. You can put in your email address, And not only will it tell you if you are or are not part of this breach, but it will also tell you if you've been involved in any other known breaches where the data that you enter uh, was involved in said breach. That's one of the sites. And also, uh, there is another site. I thought there was another old, yes. Um, there's a site called The News Each Day, and you can input your phone number and find out whether it's part of the breach. Here's the big thing. I've said it before on the tech show, probably said it before on the Joel Mahalik show, the Behind the Mic show, probably everything but Golden Age Radio. Two-factor authentication. It's the best thing you can do right now with mm-hmm. every and any online account that you have that allows you to do it. Can I play devil's advocate here? Yes, uh, you, you can. Have you, have you verified that that's a legitimate site? Or yeah. are we talking about going back to the point where 
hey, I'm not in, I'm not in this data breach, but because I put my information in, <laughs> maybe I will be in the next one. So my information, and I know that some people will will understand this. Some people it doesn't mean anything to, but the info, Tony, it will. The information that I'm giving you comes from TheVerge.com, and it's a very huge tech site. So it's very reliable okay. information, okay. and you can trust well, me. Gonna- I'm from the government. You can trust me. <laughs> exactly. You know. You know, if, if if I'm not stealing your mouse, I'm playing with your keyboard. Right. So, uh, Tony, I'm going to give you, uh, because I can't even believe where the time's going right now, I, I, three minutes to tell me what's going on or what you want to share uh, with okay, people. Well, Certainly, this is going to mean we need, we're going to need to do more parts, so we're going to have to get together okay. more. All right, but, well, real briefly here. Yes. Um, I recently, about a year and a half ago, got a new furnace at, my, at the studio here, and I went to one of those home project. Um, credit card thing. He said, you know, they give you zero percent interest for eighteen months, and they finance it, and you know, you basically pay them back for it. And now the furnace is almost paid off. I want to put a mini split in the upstairs office here at the studio. So I go back, and I've already spent like it was a sixty-five hundred dollar loan originally, and I was paid back about four thousand of it so far, four forty-five hundred of it. So I figure if I get a mini split and that's another seventy two hundred, I figure I'll use the money that I put towards the furnace because it's showing that I've got an actual forty two hundred dollar available credit thing on the card. So I figure well if I apply that to the mini split, it'd be no problem, right? You know, I'll just I wonder I'm under spending like three thousand dollars on the mini split and my monthly payments would be low. Wrong. What they did was, and this is through our favorite bank, WF, um, what they did was they increased my credit limit to over twelve grand to pay for the mini split. And they said, oh, well, thank you for paying everything back, but we're not going to apply that towards the mini split. There's just going to be an available credit line for you to use down the road. It's almost like one of these. What? Yes. Yeah, so in other words, right now I've got like an $8,000 balance on my on, on my project card. I can't even wrap my head around that. Yes, I know. So I called the bank. I called the vendor. And they said, no, that's the way it works. And the only thing that I can figure out is when you do one of these things, the bank pays the vendor. And then you're paying the bank back. Sure. Okay. And the only time you're paying interest on the loan or making monthly payments on a home project card is when you use it. So, in other words, what will happen is when I get done with both of these things, I'll have $12,000 worth of available credit. Not saying I'm going to be paying anything on it until I use it. (laughs) But it's like, in other words, instead of paying the vendor on a credit card, I'm paying the bank back. Right. And here's the kicker. This is what people have to learn about. These 0% promotional plans of interest for 18 months are great. Until you don't make it on time. Right. Because when you look at the fine print on this thing, and this is very important, with the favorite bank, like I said, WF, um, at least on my card, if I don't make all the payments in that 18 months, they backdate the interest to day one at 28.99%. Yes. In fact, I'm very familiar with that because – my Home Depot card does the same thing. And I don't go in there looking for promotional things like, oh, 
24 months, same as cash. I don't look for them. But if I go in there and buy something, I know nothing about what's going on. I cash out. And then I find out later, oh, this is your promotional balance. And if I can't make, if I can't get it, you're right. They back charge you all the interest. Right. Not just what's left. Right. Yeah. So, uh, At I, 29% interest yeah, rate. I, and I could really give a damn about their promotional <laughs> things. I just want to buy well, some screws, well, man. Well, but here's the thing though. Okay. <laughs> if I, if I had pay, okay, right now my monthly payment just on the mini split. It's going to be roughly around two hundred fifty bucks a month. Okay, the furnace thing was two hundred and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's now that's a four hundred and seventy dollar monthly chunk I got to pay until the furnace is paid off, and then it goes back to the two fifty two. But I thought that I was only going to be paying three thousand dollars for the mini split because I had forty two hundred dollars worth of quote unquote available credit. Right. But it doesn't work that way. No. So just keep in mind, make sure you read all the fine print. And I know you've got to wrap this thing up. So I won't, you know, keep you from doing that. But yeah, it's just nuts. Yeah, it I is. Mean, the, the, the vendor one didn't even know that's how it works. It's a game. And that's really good, solid advice because we, to buy the house that we just purchased while we were taking the break, we had to do a lot of work on a lot of things to put puzzle pieces in place. And once you understand how these things work, things will fall into place very quickly for you uh, as it did for us. Once you understand it, it just mm, like that. So, so anyway, uh, yeah. So Tony Richards, thanks for joining me. He is at reality one radio.com. And uh, the easy link is WR1R.com. That's right. And that's always been there. We used to say that all the time. WR1R.com. And it's great tunes from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. Sometimes there's a 50s tune in there, so it's really cool. But uh, check him out. Uh, definitely we'll have him back in the future. Um, and uh, Tony, I, I, again, I thank you for spending what seems like five minutes with me, but we did actually get 20. We're a little over, but that's fine. And you know why that's fine, Tony? Because you taught me everything I know, and I know how to shrink it. (laughs) Okay, so now I'll start talking like this. Yay! All right. For everyone else, uh, thanks for listening to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Remember, we're parked at www.jmtalk.net. Subscribe to the podcast. We're on all the major players and platforms. Also, join us on Facebook and TikTok at jmtalk.net. And Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Until next time, behave yourselves. We'll catch you later. Goodbye, all.